Hey everyone, it's your host Eric, and welcome back to the Believe in Iowa State podcast. We're doing a little not-so-instant reaction podcast here. It's been a couple hours after the game, but I wanted to kind of come on here and talk about the game. I I didn't think that I was going to come on here tonight. I thought I was going to wait maybe for tomorrow after I rewatch the game and we can get Kevin on here, Tyler, a couple other people maybe to talk about what they saw in the game, who knows. I kind of like waiting a little bit. Um, I like watching the game over again, maybe offering some insight because usually I can slow down and watch it where now all, all, I, would, all what I watch really, to be honest, is the quarterback. <laughs> I don't. I really don't watch anything else when I'm watching. I'll watch the shift of the line, but I got to watch the quarterback or wherever the ball's going. I'm too much of a fan. I can't analyze the game within the game during the game, you know? So, it's what we always talk about this game. This is kind of where you need to start. It's never clean, it's dumb, it's cursed, it's stupid. But you got the dub. Like, to get a dub in this game, a win, a victory in this game, you have to play so perfect against this team. You have to play so perfect against this team. Or you have to be by far the better team in order to win. You really do. Especially in their home stadium. It's so hard to play in Kinnick. Especially when they are giving it their all to win. And you don't have crazy athletic players like Ohio State. And even when Ohio State comes into town, sometimes they get beaten. Or Michigan or Penn State, one, any of them. Iowa State doesn't have guys like that yet, to be honest. But they all have five stars. So I'm, we're, let's, not, let's, let's be real here. Nobody's like them. We had to be so good today. To win. And we were. They block a punt. The, the, the only scores. The only score of the day that they got. The only points that they got. Came within the first two and a half minutes of the game. And it came off of a blocked punt. Okay. Came off of a blocked punt. And everybody knew. Right when that started. We're like oh shit. Here it goes again. Here comes the fuckery. The tomfoolery. Of this stupid game, this cursed game. Here it comes. And we thought, you know what? Is it going to happen all day? And guess what? It kind of did. It kind of did. We fumbled on the one-yard line, which most of the time that's unacceptable. For the, but for this game, you really have to shrug it off. You really have to shrug it off for this game because you can live to play another down. You have to live to play another down and not screw up again. You really do. But guess what? I mean, <laughs> let's go over the Iowa State first. Let's talk about them real quick. I thought both lines were ex- excellent, especially the Iowa State defensive line. I thought their defensive, we were getting after it. Now, Petrus is so bad that he just chooses a spot to throw it and just sails it. So... <laughs> Our, our our defensive line, we were getting to Petrus. He was just getting rid of the ball. We couldn't get the sack. We weren't attacking his blind side, getting at his blind side very often. 
we they did a great job, especially going up the middle. You really want to see those those pass rushes up the middle. There's nothing that the quarterback can do, especially a guy like him. There's nothing he can do. I thought they were really good. I thought the linebackers were really good. Jerry Vaughn forced the fumble. He got the sack, forced the fumble. I thought they looked really good. Colby Reader looks as good as advertised. Orion Vance was good. Like, I, I'm, I do not worry. I'm not worried about the linebackers at all. They're going to be pretty damn good this year. Safeties and corners. I mean, Miles Purchase was one of the players of the game. He really was. He should. I mean, <laughs> up until like almost the end of the third, the receivers had not caught in a pass. And they they put Laporta out against Miles, and Miles held his own. Miles stopped the touchdown, which ended up later being a Monty Ponabon fumble. And I think our corners were excellent. It wasn't just Miles, TJ Tampa. He he caused that fumble. Darian Porter looked good. I didn't really see too much of Trayvon Kyle. Or Tavon Kyle, excuse me. But Sometimes that's pretty good. If you don't see him, it's probably pretty good. The offensive line was really good. I mean, they 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 were pushing around that Iowa defensive line for a good portion of the day. Speaking of which, Jirel Brock is going to be an NFL running back. He was excellent going up against that defense. Xavier Hutchinson, I mean, give him, like, man, Hunter Deckers. Through through one really bad, really poor decision in the end zone in double coverage. That was his one really poor decision. Same throw he made last week that got intercepted. Just clean it up and we'll be fine. I mean, that's, that's the thing about this game. Any bad choice that you make, any mistake that you make, Jalen Knoll running the wrong route, not really blocking very well on punt or whatever it is, on your punt team, diving at the one and leaving the ball open. They're going to exploit it. They're going to cause you to make a mistake. And it's going to ruin your chances. And guess what? With the teams that we had last year, or the team that we ha- we've had in the past few years, they fold when this happens. It gets in their head, and they let it really fester in their mind for a whole damn quarter. And by that time, by the time that you're finally getting out of that funk, they make another mistake happen. And then it's just the whole game. You just feel like you can't win and do anything. And then you lose. I think half of it is this team believes in themselves and how good they can be. I think the other half is they know that Spencer Petrus is fucking awful. He's terrible. That we, I, I've heard a lot of shows talk about it, but what does it say to those other quarterbacks? What does it say to those other quarterbacks? Like, <laughs> you can't beat this. We don't think you can beat this. Those guys should be. Those guys should have came up to Matt Campbell and said, "Hey, do you have any spots open?" I mean, <laughs> they might transfer to Nebraska. Nebraska just lost to Georgia Southern. Crazy. Crazy. I. 
it feels so good to beat this team. It feels so good because I've thought we've had the better team for the past, I don't know, four years. I thought we had a better team in 2018. We just got our quarterback went down. I thought we had the better team in 2019. We just had a bunch of rain delays and a lot of mental mistakes. I thought we had the better team last year with Brees Hall, Brock Purdy, Xavier Hutchinson, Mike Rose, Will McDonald, you name it. But this year, finally, and you could tell the entire game, we were the better team. The box score says it, and the eye test says it, and we finally won. We finally won. We had to be so good, so much better than them. We finally beat them, finally, and it feels great. And even more so, we are 2-0. We're going to play Ohio, probably beat them, hopefully. And, I mean, it should be an easy win. And we got Baylor, and Baylor's playing right now, and they're down at half. I don't know what the end of the score is. I don't know what the end of the game is. I'm not a magician. Don't have a time machine. But by the time this game, but by the time you hear this podcast, most likely, that game will be over and we'll know the final score. Who knows? I don't know who will win. It is promising that BYU might beat Baylor. I... I <laughs> And what that tells me, even though it is at BYU and it's really loud there, it's a really good stadium. If they come into our house, we could beat them. If they come into our house, we could beat them. Simple as that. Really looking forward to it. It's going to be a great game. And hopefully we win. And if we win, we're probably 4-0. And we go and play Kansas. Who Kansas, they, they're they the top of the Big 12 right now. They beat West Virginia. But I think we can beat, I think we can beat Kansas. Let's be real. With the team that we have. If we beat Kansas, and we beat Baylor, we're 5-0. and And we got Kansas State at home. I mean, this is how you got to do it. Day by day. But we just won. We just beat our rival. We beat the... The itch that we can't scratch. Finally got it. And it feels great. And for all the fans that have come out year after year after year to support this team, to root for this team, that one's for you guys. And I'm not talking about the people like me who were in college in 2014 and haven't really root for the team or whatever. I'm I'm talking about the people who have been rooting on this team for 30 years. Because they've went through the ups and downs. And they finally, okay, finally we have a good team. Finally, we have a good team under Matt Campbell. All those good teams. And you just couldn't get, you just couldn't win the game that you really want. You just couldn't. Re- There's always that comment of you going, this is our best team ever. And you going, oh, you can't beat Iowa with your best team ever. Or... Other things like, oh, we went to the, we went to the Fiesta Bowl. Well, you didn't play Iowa that year, so why does it count? Oh, we went to the, who know the Alma Bowl. Well, you didn't beat Iowa, did you? It's all those comments, all those comments that all, all of us are sick of. All that goes away now. This is a Cyclone State, and I could come on here and go crazy, and be super, super. Freaking pumped, and I probably will be for the reaction show or whatever with uh, Kevin Allison and Tyler 
I'll probably be pumped. I'll probably be going crazy. But right now, I it, it's it feels good and it feels different than every other year that I've seen us win. Because every other year, I kind of go, okay, good. We won that game. I'm super excited. It's a Cyclone State. But I know that, you know, we'll probably go into the Big 12 and finish in the bottom half of the league. And our one big win was Iowa. Iowa's a huge win for us this year. But guess what? You want to know why it's so huge? It helps us going into Big 12 on a positive note. Because we have a chance to win this league. This is this could turn into the best year that we've ever had. Period. It could. And I know it looked like we struggled a little bit today. We're not going to have two block punts and three turnovers. I mean, I kind of count block punts as a turnover, so that's five turnovers in a game and we still win. You still win. That shows you how terrible their offense is, but it also shows you the fight of this team. We could have given up. We totally could have given up. If those punts don't get blocked, we win. We probably win. I don't know. 20 to nothing. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. All right, guys. This has been a longer show than I thought it would be. I hope you guys are having the time of your life. If you're listening to this podcast, it's because you love the Cyclones. And yesterday was one of the biggest days, or today, whichever, whenever you're listening to this, is one of the biggest days of your Iowa State fandom in the past five years, probably. Finally getting that itch scratched, getting that bug off your back, or whatever it's called, I don't know. It's a good day to be a Cyclone. It's a Cyclone State. The Hawkeyes are terrible. (laughs) They are terrible. And, yeah, I'm excited to see what the future has in store. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening. Go Cyclones. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.